welcome back to the Relax and My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And my name is Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. Now this week, we are talking about the best breeds for kids. Now dogs provide love and affection and companionship for everyone. And having pet can teach children uh, kindness, responsibility, caring. It's just a, well, how many nice memories do you have of growing up with your own dog? <laughs> <laughs> but what dog breeds are best for a grown family and children? Leah and I have this week a list of some of the best breeds considered the best for families. Yeah. So the first one I'm going to say is the Labrador. Now this is probably one of the most popular dog breeds and I actually had a Labrador when I was growing up. Um, oh. we got her, yeah, we got her when I was... I must have been about 13, 12 or 13. No, I was younger than that, maybe about 11. We got a dog. Um, she was the first dog I ever got, actually, and the only dog I've ever had, actually. Aww. I didn't miss her. She died quite a while ago. But Labradors are one of the most popular breeds, like I said. said. They're silly, they're loyal, they're affectionate, they're playful, and all-around great dogs for families. They do have a tendency to overeat, so you have to be careful when letting your kids give them too many treats. I remember Bess, my, my Labrador, she had this real knack of opening the living room door when I had my friends over and we were having snacks. <laughs> Taught herself to open the door just to get to our snacks. And she did. She got a little bit rotund at one point. Um, she had to get put on a, on a diet, but Labradors are really that She did bless her. She was like, because she was only little. She was a Labrador lurcher cross. Yeah. She only had like a really... Like a really short little body, um, and then she got a bit, she got a bit round, and she just looked like a barrel. Like, called a barrel dog, and it was just like, oh, <laughs> oh <no." laughs> that's one thing you have to look out for if you have a Labrador, especially if you have um, smaller children. You know, smaller children have lots of snacks, and if there's a dog yeah. there, they're probably going to give it to them. Labradors are perfect for an active family. They require a lot of exercise because I've said, you know, treats. <laughs> and they also love to play and respond really well to training. They also really love to swim. So if you're out at the beach or whatever, you can go for a swim with your dog. I don't know if that's like just a Labrador thing or a dog thing in general, but I remember Bess used to jump into ponds. Whenever there was water, she would just yeah. she'd be straight in, like, all, yeah. every time. <laughs> to be fair, Milo, my dog, he will not go near water. He is petrified. If we go to the beach, really? he's like, absolutely not. I am not going anywhere near that. Like, even if you try and like coerce him over, if you've got like a treat, he's like, oh, absolutely yeah. not. I am not going anywhere near that water. Well, I would have thought that collies were a bit more outgoing and would be a bit more adventurous, but I think he might just be a bit of a wuss. <laughs> he just doesn't want to go anywhere near it. So it's it's like guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a little pampered pooch, but no, with the Labradors, I 100% agree. I think it's like an all-round no thing that a Labrador is such a good pet for dogs. When you go to like a dog park or any park, really, you're guaranteed to see a Labrador just because they are so popular with young yeah. families. They're just like a gentle, a gentle. They're, they're like they're sort of gentle giants, really, because they're not a massive breed, but they're not a small breed. They're just sort of like that medium size, and they're just sort of yeah. so soft. Best used to like if you gave her an egg, she'd she'd put it in, a, she'd carry it in her mouth so so gently. Um, and we'd say things like, what did we used to say? Nicely, nicely. And she'd do that little, like, that dog thing where they take things really nicely and it's really... <laughs> yeah, that little teeth just come out and just grab it, yeah. <laughs> little, little, little teeth. <laughs> oh, bless. But yeah, I think, yeah, Labradors are, I think so many people have memories of having Labradors when, they, when they're growing up. I certainly do. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, if we're going to stick along the theme of dogs that you've had when you're growing up, I used to have a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel when I was growing up. I think we got him when I was maybe six. I think we got him as a Christmas present actually for oh. the family. I remember waking up on Christmas Day and he was a puppy. He was tiny and he had this big red bow on his back that was oh. bigger than him. It was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Uh, but obviously they're like they're a wonderful family pet they are gentle as well very very calm dogs they're just happy to sit there be combed be brushed just be pampered and they're very much like a lap dog so if you want one that loves going for like really, really long walks and things like that they might not be the best one because they are less enthusiastic when it comes to like playing games they're not as boisterous as the labrador um yeah they don't really like things like tug of war and games like that because i think they just they see themselves as a bit of like a king like on a pedestal a little bit so they're like i'm not going to play these silly games with you um, they definitely take their own name to heart <laughs> exactly exactly but yeah they are the cutest dog and i feel like they've got like a sensitive soul to them like they just when you look at them they're just oh. the cutest things with a oh. little fluffy ears it was just so cool oh, what was yours called simba simba wow that's no. a weird name for a dog <laughs> oh that's a weird name for a dog isn't it <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess it's, it's the Lion King, which is a cat. When he said Simba, I was like, Lion King? That was a, that was a cat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about that. Maybe it's the colour, because he was that sort of like tanned colour. Oh, and like okay. Simba's like a tanned yeah. colour. I mean, I was six, don't shout at me when I was young. I don't know. <laughs> if you're going to be getting a dog, with a, if you've got children, you're going to be getting a dog, be prepared for the most childish names ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, he was the cutest dog. But I think they do... Cavalier King Charles Spaniels do suffer from a lot of health problems though that is one thing to definitely take into account like, um, ours had a heart murmur bless him so um, but I think that's quite common with that dog breed so it's sort of the good comes with the bad almost with that one fair enough I think with a lot of um, especially if you get like a pure breed I think quite a lot of them do come with their own sort of special <laughs> uh health problems like don't, don't don't dalmatians go deaf or blind yeah it, and like um german shepherds the back legs go don't they or something like that yeah if you ever see a german shepherd they'll slope because the back legs go yeah. a little bit i've never known that yeah i know i'm learning something as well <laughs> <laughs> the next one i have is the irish setter now i didn't have an irish setter growing up but my, one of my best friends had two uh barney and Oh, I can't remember the other one's name, like Fred maybe, Barney and Fred from Flintstones. Oh, I can't remember, I remember Barney anyway. Um, and God, they were the most beautiful dogs ever. Like you know, the Irish setters are sort of like, that sort of reddy, browny colour, aren't they? They're just really, really striking to, yeah. uh, to look at. An Irish setter would be perfect fit for an active family or one that wants to be. Um, these dogs are very, very energetic and will motivate their owners to, to be and stay active. So if you have an Irish setter, and you just want to sit on your bum all day, I don't think they'll ever let you because they're very energetic <laughs> and they love to play, especially things like, like fetch. So have plenty of tennis balls available. If you have small children and they get this breed as a puppy, it's likely they'll grow up together. Irish setters are known to have long lifespans, make great companions and are great with children. How nice is that if you get like an Irish setter puppy as a child and then you grow up with it and it grows oh, how many memories are you going to make? You're going to have so many. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're very active dogs. They're very, very energetic. So if you are a particularly um, active family, like you go out on, I don't know, group walks or hikes or runs. I don't know, do family, families go on runs? My I yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> if you go on like bike rides or be able bike to take rides. a but yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, my family doesn't run. My, my family does run, but not together. <laughs> yeah. 
But I think when you've got a young family, though, it is so important to have a dog that you can go for long walks, just get out and, like you said, build their memories with yeah. them and the dog being, like, at the forefront of those memories. Yeah. And also, like, if you've got, like, particularly energetic kids and mum and dad just want to sit down for a bit, the dog can go and play frisbee with them for, for an hour or so and let mum and dad sit down for a bit. <laughs> so the next dog breed that I'm going to touch on is similar to, well, they say similar, it is the Golden Retriever. It's one of the most well-known dog breeds out there because of their gentle, caring and caring temperaments. Um, they're able to lounge around the house in the afternoon, but they also absolutely love going out for hikes or going to the woods and just having a good old explore. Again, a Golden Retriever is one of those that wherever you go, you're bound to see one because they are one of the most popular dog breeds out there. Again, very, very similar to the Labrador, they are almost like a gentle giant. They will be the softest, most cuddly dog breed ever. And they're also very, very bright and easy to train as well, which I think when you have kids, having a dog that is easy to train is like a key thing because it'll almost let them learn together. Yeah. Which yeah. I really like. Um, but one thing that you will have to take into account when it comes to golden retrievers, if your child loves pulling hair, pulling tails I've heard stories of like the dogs just sitting themselves in a corner and being like these kids I need to just have five minutes because <laughs> I think when they've got long fur kids will just tend to pull yeah. so if you've got your kids a golden retriever maybe not maybe when they're a little bit older because they are a, a bigger dog anyway yeah uh, but no, they are such like a gentle giant caring dog and children can be grabby can't they <laughs> exactly i know especially when it comes to them having this very long tail that went yeah. the walk past like i would love to to grab that <laughs> and the dog's like no thank you <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, yeah like, that's the thing like having having a dog and having a child is that especially if you've got small ones like you said like they they do get grabby so you need to make sure this is what this is why we're sort of saying these these breeds are good for um good for kids because there will be some breeds out there that were like nope I will not put up with this and I'm, you know, would react really quite, quite badly. So that's why you need to know all these things. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, a golden retriever, I don't think, they'd, I don't think they're a vicious dog. I think they'd literally just take themselves away from the situation because they are like a gentle dog. And you'll see pictures of like babies with golden retrievers yeah. and all sorts. So I don't think it's anything to deter somebody off. I think just be aware that if your kid is a grabber or <laughs> anything like that, maybe, uh, maybe rethink. Yeah, that's a good thing about um, getting the dog um when you have smaller children so they, they, they learn these things don't they so it's a real great yeah. learning um opportunity so that you can teach your child child or children to how to be around at other animals you know like sort of autonomy of other animals and other yeah. creatures and that kind of thing and that's that's another reason why it's so important that you know um you know what kind of dog you should be getting <laughs> exactly plus when you get older as well and you can look back on when I, I grew up with this sort of dog with like you said saying about the labrador me about mm -hmm. the cavalier king toss bangle it's just it's nice like memories when the dog's okay. tied into those um next one i'm going to talk about is beagles now beagles i love beagles if i was to get another dog i would definitely get a beagle they are cute they are seriously seriously cute uh, they're very social and very loving by nature and they absolutely love to play they're perfect for a home with children Beagles are known to love people or the dogs and just thrive on companionship so that they're like they really are like pack animals and they really love that kind of dynamic so if you've got other dogs or other pets or children or you know because of this um, a home that is likely to be empty during the day is probably not the best fit if you want a beagle um, they can get very lonely when they're left on their own for too long um, and that's the same with you know lots of dogs but beagles especially um, thrive so much around other 
other living things that if they're left at home on their own in the daytime um, they can get a bit sort of upset and very lonely so this might not be the best dog to get if you have a house that's going to be empty in the daytime yeah so if you're you are you work from home which everyone does at the moment yeah, <laughs> if you have smaller children and you want a goofy playmate for them a beagle is a great choice they are they're goofy they're silly they're affectionate and they just love playing yeah i agree i mean i've never had a beagle myself but my friend had a beagle growing up she got her beagle when she was five and it's only recently died this year it was 17 oh my died. all of exactly all of her childhood memories were around this dog and some of the pictures that she's got of when she was really really tiny with this tiny puppy and then she's got pictures literally earlier this year bless her with the same dog it is the cutest things and some of the memories that she shares with a beagle because like you said they're just that goofy personality that they yeah. have <laughs> but they're just such a caring like a gentle dog again and i think they love playing as well so they're a very very playful yeah. playful dog well they like being in packs and like you know family units so they'll, they'll be very playful especially if you've got like you know two or three kids and they're just they're just mocking i've got quite um i've got quite a funny story about a beagle actually i'll share which just okay. totally is a like just shows how goofy they are um when i was growing up i think i must have been about 14 and we were on holiday in france me and my family and we're at the beach and there was this woman walking her beagle <laughs> and it was like proper being naughty <laughs> like it kept running into the water and she was like she was german so she was shouting at in german and she was losing losing a rag with it and she was she was like being mean to it but she, she was just kept trying to call it back and he was going no no i want to play in the water yeah. and then it was run back up to her and just as she got to him he'd run off and go back <laughs> and we walked back we walked by she finally got hold of it and she tipped on its on its um its collar and she looked at us and we were like laughing because it was funny and she went, Oh, beagles. <laughs> oh, <I love> that. <laughs> the, the fact that it kept on running back and forth as well, just knew exactly what it was doing. That is so cute. Yeah, it's like she obviously knows the, the nature of her dog because she's like, beagles. Like, <laughs> he looks great. I, I, I think he's hilarious. <laughs> she wasn't. Whenever you see a beagle now, do you always do that as well? Just because me of that? Me and my family, every time we see one, we always go, oh, beagles. <laughs> And that was like what like 15 years ago <laughs> oh that is really cute <laughs> so the next dog breed that i'm gonna touch on is one that i would say is probably the instagram dog i feel like so many celebrities so many new young families will have this dog and that is a frenchie if a frenchie is the ones with the really, really big ears i think they are they really, are yeah silly bat ears yeah yes they are oh god they're so beautiful oh i, I know I know so obviously they are a really really small dog breed so I feel like the ones we were speaking about earlier have been a bit of a bigger dog whereas these are pretty small in size but they are big in personality they have such a crazy if you see you know when dogs have like a crazy half hour when they just go mad I feel mm. like a Frenchie is on that constantly that like they're just always on the go they're just always got somewhere to be and something to see <laughs> And um, they're also they were bred to be companion dogs, so similar to the beagle as well. Which, like you said, will just show that they love being with the family and love being in big groups, which I think is really, really important. And um, they're also great if you have an apartment as well because they do well in small spaces. And um, they're not one to massively love going for very, very long walks, so maybe take that into account. And they absolutely love being around kids. And um, they're one of those dogs that you could dress up and they just be absolutely fine being dressed up as absolutely whatever so if you have kids that love that sort of thing then 
maybe a fan sheet is the one to go for. Plus the, ba the batteries that they have are just the cutest thing ever. <laughs> you've got a little, you've got a little girl who keeps trying to dress you up like a, a fairy princess or Elsa from Frozen, and they get my Frenchie, and then they can do all that to that dog, and they'll love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I sometimes, I sometimes used to try and um, dress my cat for Halloween, but she's she's never ever ever let me. She's when um because Rhea, my cat, is a bit of a smaller cat, and so we used to be able to dress him up. You know, um, build a bear. Yeah. When we were young, obviously Rio's quite a bit older now, but when he was younger, we used to get our Build-A-Bear outfits and put it on the cat and he we wouldn't care. He'd just be like, yeah, whatever. I remember once we had like a denim tracksuit and he would literally just walk around the house. Oh my God, that's cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh my God. I'll have to try and dig some pictures out, but it was would have been from years ago because I mean Rio's like 12 now so it would have been from absolutely ages ago. But oh yeah, having a, a dog or a cat that is like that, I think kids... Like you say, you just remember those those little things. And even if you don't want to dress them up, um, just knowing that they'll be playful and they'll be up for yeah. anything really is really cute. Yeah, like I said, they'll be good if you if you live in the city or something, you know, but you, you live more in a bit of an urban place, so you don't really go get to go out um and sort of go on big walks. A dog that isn't doesn't require long walks is probably the best bet really because it'll just suit them down to the ground, it'll suit you as well. So you don't have a dog that is, you know, wanting to go on these big long walks and you're not able to do that so that's quite good yeah. there are dogs out there that you can you can cater to your um your lifestyle um yeah impacting them so that's quite good it's like um even with like a border collie which is my dog i would say that he is a family a, a brilliant family dog but he requires so much energy like going on exercise and walks and all sorts that that might not suit like a growing family because you don't have the time to mm. commit all of that time so it is one of those things that you need to find one that fits your balance absolutely perfect before you make that commitment yeah and finally this one sounds a bit strange but just getting like um like a mixed breed dog or a mutt or as we say here in england a heinz 57 all varieties dog <laughs> so that's not they're not the name of an exotic breed what we really mean is like a mixed breed dog um adopting from a shelter would likely mean that you're quite uh, more like to get like a mixed breed dog than um, than like a pure breed and what better lesson to teach children they can teach them compassion responsibility kindness and the importance of dogs being for life not just for a birthday or holiday mm -hmm. make sure to speak to the shelter to make sure they've got a mixed breed dog that will be suitable for family life obviously you don't want to be getting something that's mixed breed and ginormous <laughs> um, or one that's mixed breed and not going to have a very good temperament for families um, and yeah, you should be able to get yourself um, a nice family dog that's just a little bit of everything. Get, um, get making some awesome memories with your new addition and your children. I agree. I definitely vouch for speaking to the shelter as well because they'll obviously spend a lot of time with that dog. So they'll know yeah. if they work well in big groups, if, if they work well with kids. Well, I say work well, if they are okay around kids, if they're yeah. okay around big groups. Um, yeah, I'd definitely say speak to your shelter as much as possible can and get as much information. I feel like as well at a shelter you can go there and volunteer to do walks with the dogs as well. You know, just oh, to, yeah, that's a good to idea. learn a little bit, a little bit about them as well, which I think would be a really, really good idea, especially with your kids, because I think it's a, it's a big commitment to to take on. Well, that's one of the really good things about getting a dog um, or any pet really, um, especially a pet that lives a long time, like you know, goldfish are fine, but they only live like a year. Um, is teaching your children um, how to care for something else and to sort of 
um, empathise with another living being. I think it's a really good thing you can teach your, ch your children as they grow up. I've always had pets growing up. Uh, I've had always had cats. I had a dog. I've had a budgie. I've had so many fish. <laughs> and I feel like that growing up with animals, it really does teach you how you can care for another living thing, whether that's a pet when you grow up or, or a, a baby or, you know, or an older person, you know, whatever. Not that you go out by an older person, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so that is some of the best dog breeds for kids. Obviously there are loads, but we would be here for hours and hours and hours if we talked about all of them. Um, there is a blog coming out on Friday um, that is on this subject and you have a vlog coming out soon that is also yeah. um, on the subject. So if you want any more information on best dog breeds for kids, go and check them out. So yes, thank you for listening everybody and we will see you or hear you and you will hear from us in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.